You're listening to DraftKings Network. On today's episode of the first segment, we talk about Dempsey coming back. How's the old ticker? Hopefully it's good. We talk about Javinko. He might be going to China on vacation. Is he going to go play? Who knows? We'll find out. We also talk about the new CONCACAF Champions League uh, bracket. It's now going to be two knockout stages. Maybe. I don't know. Do MLS teams, is their schedule going to change? Let's find out. In segment number two, we're going to go over to Europe. Christian Pulisic staying with Borussia Dortmund till he's 21 years old. So he's going to be drinking in Germany. Also, Arsene Wenger, is uh, he's, he's making a name for him himself in the Premier League just pushing everybody I think you have to defeat the the, the biggest guy in the Premier League <laughs> so that you get respect uh, and also Liverpool's losing to Swansea is that worse than herpes all, all this and more <laughs> on, on this episode cool- of the Cooligans hey guys this is Tommy McNamara from New York City FC and you're listening to the Cooligans enjoy Yeah, baby. Cooligans. That's us. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> post uh, post Trump, we're still here. We are still here. Well, we could do this from the other side of the wall. You know, <laughs> like we could still record audio. That's right. Uh, yeah, we have to just uh, tell everybody behind us, just stop speaking Spanish so loud. Yeah, yeah. And also, <laughs> what's with that cadence? <laughs> Uh, thank you for listening uh, to the Cooligans, everybody. We yes. are uh, your favorite stand-up comedians who host a soccer podcast, The Cooligans. Uh, That's we, right. We're having. A, you we know, should have a slogan. We are the funniest soccer podcast in the world. Yeah, the, uh, I feel like we, we can confidently say that. I, I mean, confidently. I mean, is there a word for more than confidently? No, there isn't. I know. I wish there was. <laughs> I can't think of one. Uh, just two ESL kids trying to figure it out. Yeah, we are. Uh, I, we're the funniest uh, uh, soccer podcast that there is. And uh, those might be alternative facts. Who knows? No, they, they are certainly not. If anyone else says they are, they must be working for to Trump. They must be press secretary for Trump because they're out here making facts. Yeah. yeah. Sean Spicer is really just uh, giving us a bad name. Yeah. Like uh, when we give you, we don't give you alternative facts. We give you facts, B. Facts, B. Hey, come on. <laughs> facts, B. Not alternative facts, B. Nah. Just facts, B. Oh, God, that would be great <laughs> if the press secretary was like a dude from the Bronx. <laughs> nah, yo, that was the most watched inauguration of all times. Yo, Facts, I, B. I don't know what you're talking about, but I saw three billion people out yo, there. Yo, there were like so many heads out. <laughs> dead ass? Yeah. Yo, dead ass? Yeah. If you question me again, yeah. you about to get dapped up right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, B, who the fuck is you to count all them heads anyway? <laughs> Just like, <laughs> Yo, you a snitch? What yeah, you, I know. What you looking for? What, you got drones, my dude? <laughs> Oh man, you out here talking like a fuckboy. It's just to be the greatest <laughs> Bronx Sean Spicer. <laughs> Yo, right. that's a Twitter. Somebody create that Twitter account. Uh, but thank you for Dave Monsion. Create that Twitter account. <laughs> we uh, we appreciate you listening. Uh, yeah, man. This is uh, look. Uh, this is the, and a- shouts to one of our new listeners. Sorry to interrupt you. Oh, I never sure. say that, and I I always am. I always apologize. In my head, I apologize for interrupting you. Uh, Tropic Sounders. Yeah. Tropic Sounders. Yeah, left us a nice note saying that we finally found an MLS podcast that does not hate on the Sounders, yeah. which I didn't know that was a thing. Uh, yeah, we you know we don't listen to many other MLS podcasts. I listen to them all to see what the hell they're doing. <laughs> Just keep an eye, on I keep my ear to the streets. <laughs> and let me tell you something: I sleep really well. 
<laughs> so yeah, boring. Just getting uh, getting some good naps in. Wow. Listening to some other MLS podcast. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's the sound of me listening to other MLS podcasts. For, for a second, I just thought you were just clearing your throat. That's no. I, mean, <laughs> I, I wish if I was in the room, I wouldn't grab a microphone and be like, let me just spice this up a bit here, fellas. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess maybe that is a, uh, you know, we we sort of see that from uh, the, like the people who speak negatively about the Sounders are usually the Portland Timbers fans. Uh, yeah, we see I, a but lot I got to be honest, I feel like Portland Timbers are like the top of the heap of Sounders haters, but I know that other people don't like the Sounders. I didn't think it was as widespread, Yeah, but they seem like they're the one fan base that gets shit on the most, and I, I don't know if it's because they're so successful fan-wise, you yeah, know what I mean? Right. Culture-wise. Yeah, we should maybe put out a little survey of you know who we think the most hated team is. NYCFC is probably at the top. You think so? Yeah, because, you know, especially after they released that thing that said, like, all the people at the Combine, 17% said they wanted, that was a, the biggest one that That's people right. wanted to join. That's right. So, so I feel like people hate us because of that. They hate us because they ain't us? They hate us because we got shine <laughs> and we got money and we got loon. That's a, that's a Puff Daddy and the Family joke right there. It's a little that's bad right. boy joke. Uh, my former boss. Uh, so That's right. Uh, Have you told the people on this podcast I used to work for Sean John? Uh, I don't know. Well, no. I, well you're, you're learning now. Well, maybe you'll have to come to one of our live events <laughs> to get the full story. Yes, Diddy, Diddy was my boss for... You know, a, a, a certain time, in, certain time in my life. A few years. What was the interview? Walk to Junior's and get me a cheesecake. <laughs> That's right. That was my job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to walk. He's like, you're not allowed to take the subway. You and the entire organization <laughs> would leave Midtown and walk to Junior's every day. It was uh, we bonded over that. Were you there when they were filming the band, making the band? No, that was bef- that was before I was there. But I was there during. Um, during the filming of uh, I Want to Work for Diddy. Oh, like his assistant competition. His assistant competition, which was Did on- that girl actually become his assistant? The, the, okay, they were, I think, two seasons of it. Uh, and I think she did. But that job is... if you When you're at Diddy's assistant, yeah. you, you have probably the worst year of your life right because when you're an assistant to a celebrity especially a big celebrity at the time he's also a mogul mogul doing has you know has his hands in everything right he um, like for people listening who are maybe not you know as old as we are which is 23 years old uh <laughs> and maybe they're hip-hop fans that you know don't know this era that well it would be like imagine if metro Boomin also owned a major record label <laughs> And a clothing company. A clothing company. And he was also... Selling vodka. Selling, yeah. And like <laughs> invited to every party, but was like wanted to be known socially. Yeah. It, it's a it's a tough job yeah. because you have no life. No, because you're basically the assistant for like 12 personalities in one. Yeah. So I became close with a lot of... So I did IT for, for Sean John. So I worked yeah. with, with a lot of the assistants and the... I would get to know them, but they would only be around for like a year, year and a half, because for a year, year and a half, you're not taking a vacation. You're yeah, working no. every weekend. You are making, they made, they would make, they would probably make about six figures. Uh, and they would basically get to keep all that money because they never went out. They never went it. out. Yeah. They never, they never spent. So for, uh, for a lot of people, what they would do is they would work for Diddy for like a year, two years, and then uh, start a business afterwards or start sort of their own thing because they had enough money. Uh, right. This to, was to like, yeah, this is this got your bank up. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and you also have no life and they're probably more 
miserable people after they're done. I'm sure they are. <laughs> There's no way. It's a hard, it's an impossible job. And also, if you start off wanting to be a celebrity and then you see that, you come out and you're like, I think I'm just going to buy a farm. <laughs> That's right, you know yeah. what I mean? Like it, it just sours you to the whole thing. That's right. You, I don't you, know how we started talking about this. Because uh, uh, you mentioned Loom, Bad Boy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I'm glad that you remember that because I totally forgot. That's what I'm here for. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so we were talking about uh, people hating uh, Tropic Sounders, so we, which is a, a, a guy, I believe. So he's a, he, he is in charge of like... There's a there's a Sounders fan base in Miami. In Miami, so that's fascinating already. Right. Well, I mean, they don't have their own team, right? I mean, they've tried. Well, they're not getting Beckham. <laughs> Beckham's not happening. That's right. I mean, they have the Miami FC, right? Or yeah, well, have, I mean, that's yeah, yeah, that's USL now, right? No, no, they're still in NASL. Who knows what's going on? God, what's there. happening down there? We should get someone on that like cares. So, but it, <laughs> it, is, it is interesting. That that is uh, I thought you stopped. It is interesting. No, no, th- <laughs> yeah. it's interesting that that is uh, that can be a perception. You know, being in our New York bubble, we don't really hear too much Seattle Sounders negativity. But I guess um, uh, it's a very I, expensive I, bubble, by the way. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to think of what you sort of c- can compare it to. I would probably so, be like Manchester United haters. You know, there's probably a lot of them, and I know that they don't have the the. Um, or like, I guess everywhere else where like a club has that much of a fan base, they're usually winning every year. So yeah. like, you know, maybe, and again, again, not United, but United is probably a great example now where they haven't been winning as much lately. So imagine United had one last year, but like Bayern, everybody yeah. hates Bayern. Everybody hates Bayern. Juventus. Yeah, that's a, uh, that was a great sitcom on CBS. Everybody, <laughs> everybody hates Bayern. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of dudes standing there in tight shirts that can't speak English. Black family still. It's still a black family. Chris Rock still wrote it. <laughs> Who is Bayern? <laughs> what do they know? Anyway. So, um, but speaking of the Seattle Sounders, we should, uh, I mean, very exciting news. Clint oh, Dempsey. Clint Dempsey, uh, uh, boy Deuce, uh, yeah. is back. Uh, Clinically clear to play. Medically clear. Clear. Clinically, clinically. I mean, I would hope the Seattle Sounders <laughs> yeah. don't just have yeah. a clinic on site. <laughs> it just a minivan pulls up to a to a walk in clinic. Nah, go ahead, homie. You're good. Go get yourself checked out, my dude. <laughs> tell me you want. Tell me you, you want. You know what? I blood test to cover all STDs. <laughs> before the you know the Affordable Care Act, before Obamacare, I yeah. used to go to this clinic that was so awful right like the i always i always get weirded out when like doctors um they're they're like they're uh they're you know the lab coat the white coat is just like covered in blood (laughs) (laughs) that blood on their hands they're like no oh how can i help you (laughs) they walk in they're like oh that was a terrible proctology <laughs> meeting. Uh, anyway, all right, appointment. How can I help? So, what would you like? Uh, no, but the, like it was just like his lab coat was like kind of dirty, like yeah, not filthy, nah. but like you know, just yeah. like the 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 lunch he had was on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, little little lunchable piece <laughs> in his pocket. Yeah, I'm not about that. But once, so I've always had health insurance, luckily enough. But so before, you know, I, a couple of years I didn't have health insurance, and I gave, uh, I had to pay the 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 copay. Right. Uh, I just had I just had to pay for the visit. Yeah. And I I was like, "Oh, do I go like to the front desk or?" He's like, "No, no, just give me the money." <laughs> so I just I I gave the m- money directly <laughs> to a doctor. To the doctor. I put it in his hand and he had to give me change and he just took it out of his pocket <laughs> and gave me change out of his pocket. 
I, I would I would love if he flipped open his lab coat and he has one of those change dispensers attached <laughs> to his belt. Like he works oh, at a bowling alley. I, I got you. Yeah, like clink, 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 clink. There you go, play it. Yeah, so I'm glad I don't have to do that. Anymore. Oh, God, I hope he washes his hands if he's dealing with money. <laughs> it's absurd. Yeah, you know, these clinics, people that aren't, like Canadians that listen to us are like, is that what it's like? <laughs> just, you know what I mean? Because they only know from TV, I assume, you know? Yeah, and, and, and this podcast. Yeah, they And this is, this is why you listen to this podcast for <laughs> what is healthcare in America like? We're the world's funniest soccer podcast that also covers American healthcare. Uh, but, uh, and that we can say unequivocally. <laughs> Clint Dempsey. Uh, He's who, back, dude. Who had, uh, I believe, what, he was a heart murmur? I don't know exactly what it was, but uh, he wasn't allowed to play. So I thought it was an arrhythmia. Okay. You know, like where your beat is off. Um, sure. So like white right. people dancing <laughs> yeah. at a wedding. Again, imagine Metro Boomin <laughs> wasn't your heart. White people dancing at a wedding is hilarious. How about you could have stopped. You could. You didn't have to put at a wedding. You know that, right? Uh, right now, one white dude that knows how to dance really well is listening. He's like, "Come on, <laughs> how dare they? Come on, oh, come on! It's a fun, it's a fun little stereotype. Fun stereotype. Come on, <laughs> I think it's proven daily. Uh, yeah. You know, did you see uh, Arthur Blank, for, uh, you know, owner of Atlanta United, owner right. of the Atlanta Falcons? After Atlanta Falcons, uh, after they beat the Packers uh, to make it to the Super Bowl, he started dancing. He was like doing like a little Millie Rock kind of yeah, thing. He was Millie Rocking. <laughs> was he Millie Rocks on any black? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, I, I mean, would love if that was the case. He just <laughs> knew that song. <laughs> but, you know, when you see any, you know, old white guy dancing, you know, t- part of me sometimes feels like the older you are, the longer uh, you've had an opportunity to learn how to dance. Oh, that's what you think. Yes. Yeah, so I'm like, you should have l- learned it a little bit by now. Well, you know who takes, you know, who took your advice was Alan Pardue. Remember him? Yeah, Alan yeah. Pardue came out with the smooth. Remember that? It was like the Jamaican <laughs> with like guns, hand, gun fingers in the air kind of thing. It was, yeah, it was like Sean Paul. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was, he was dirty whining. You know, <laughs> it was, uh, dude, Pardue came out smooth, man. Yeah. So, uh, but this, uh, uh, yeah, he obviously, uh, it was a real concern. It took him off to the U.S. team. Uh, it seemed kind of scary. I think when it first happened, uh, it was yeah. like in late summer. Well, uh, you know what it less. reminded me of? Did you, were you, you weren't watching back in the day. Back in the day, there was a, um, and I can't remember his name right now, um, but he played for Bolted Wanderers. Um, young guy. Uh, yes, I know. He, he, he died on the No, no, no. Oh, he okay. collapsed on the, but his heart stopped. Oh, okay. okay. On the pitch. They, he survived. Oh, he's all right. Okay. Yeah, because they, it was like randomly. I don't know if they had just passed the law that year or this club for some reason had it. They had those stick on defibrillator. Yeah, things yeah. and they used it like his his body was like lifeless as it hit the ground. Yeah. He was just done. I remember watching this, and it kind of reminded me of that. Where I'm like, well, I'm just kind of glad. Like when the the news about Clint Dempsey came out, I'm like, I'm glad he found out about as opposed to yeah, yeah. was playing and could have possibly been much worse. Exactly. Uh, yeah, but he's that, back. But he's back. So that's a uh, that's cool. Uh, Matt Pence of the Seattle Times uh, reported it. Uh, he he's he's back training. Fan of the show. He's friend of the show. Friend of the show. Been on the show, and uh, we, we and we hope to get you back. Come on, Mike. If you're listening, hit us up. We, we call him Mike. Up. It's Matt. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know what's funny? I, I searched that. for his name before, and I put Mike, and I'm like, I knew it was Matt, and now Mike <laughs> is stuck in my head because I wanted to see if Seattle Times still. Listening. I love that. There's nothing better than someone like, oh my friend. good friend, my good friend Mike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not my name, man. <laughs> like uh, you know Jeff Goldblum, yes. One day I was like, dude, I love this actor Steve Goldblum. My friends like it's Jeff. <laughs> like yeah, I don't like him that much. No, Matt Pants, Pants, Matt Matty Pants, Matty Pants. Who um, we saw, we saw him at MLS Cup. Dude, hit us up and tell your brother Mike to hit us up. Uh, we want you both on the podcast. I yeah, was man. never wrong. Uh, so uh, obviously, uh, uh, 
it's good. It, it's just it's important for Clint Dempsey to be a part of the the league. And it was uh, you know was, what? I got to be honest. So how old is he now? Thirty uh, five. Uh, I don't think he's that old. I think he's a little younger than that. But I'll, I'll confirm. Uh, but you know, like I, part of me is like, dude, why even go back out there? You know, why don't you take on? I feel like his voice is more important. He's thirty three. All right. Well, then good. He's got at least another year or two, Max. Um, I feel like his voice that like, you know, no holds barred, you know, not super polished point of view is something that I think is missing from the media side, which is part of what we why we do what we do. Yeah. You know, he he's very different than your average American soccer player. He didn't come from one of these pay for play uh you know, type of uh, sure. livelihoods, if you he's, will. He's uh, he's he's from what, Houston or the no, he's Texas from Nagadocious. Yeah, uh, yeah, Nagadocious. Naga, Nagadocious. <laughs> yeah, I can never get that name out of my head because every time I think to myself, like, it could be worse. You could be from <laughs> Nagadocious, which I think is literally just a big trailer park. And yes, but but he is. Uh, I mean, if you ever heard Clint Clint Dempsey speak, I mean, he's he's just Paul Wall. He's yeah, he's like, yeah, he's a hood ass Texas hood ass yeah. Texas yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is why I think that voice, just great, that, that point of view that we don't have that in American soccer. Yeah. We need someone out there who's been like, nah, play. I ain't doing that. <laughs> We're like, yo, stop saying that. That's mad gay. Like maybe not specifically that, but you know what I mean. Like he sounds like the type of dude who would say that. Exactly. You know what I mean? Just someone who comes from that yeah. that world. We just need more homophobic players. <laughs> Not specific. <laughs> but like we need someone who comes from that world. That, yeah, that yeah. slightly hood world. Yeah, because there is. And a- maybe he'll stop rhyming. Just stop <laughs> freestyling. Well, you uh, you sort of notice it with. Um, uh, I mean, it's safe to say that the the American soccer athlete is, is probably there's, there's more importance put on education Way more uh, than almost any other sport, like football players. You, you I, go to college because that's part of the recruitment process. Exactly. Yeah. But, but you see it like when we saw the MLS draft, right? The the and and, and the players were giving their their speeches after yeah. they got selected. I mean, kind of mostly nerdy kind of guys. They sounded look. I'm, whether that's fair or not to say, yeah. I like how it, you're backtracking. I'm not no, saying anything. No, no, no. you're right. I, if I was up there, I would be like, uh, thank you. Everybody, I would. <laughs> I'd be like that dude who got picked up by the rebels. We play the audio. Oh, Zika Lewis. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'd be like, I right, well, guess who's gonna feel bad about themselves tomorrow? But the majority of the players, well, I, I just felt in, in general they were very well spoken. Yeah, and, well, but that's annoying, isn't it? No, it's not even about it being annoying. No, I, for me, it is because it's like every other sport, like you get some. Are, like, are you saying you want your soccer athletes to be dumber? Not dumber, but I want them to have like a real, uh, you know. Like a real attitude. Yeah, you yeah. Know, I want them to sort of have like real personalities. And I feel like these guys are just a little too polished. I, I, I feel like the game- I love the NBA draft. You know, the NBA draft, they come out, they got those like southern accents. You but, can't understand what they're saying. But, but look, the the the, the NFL draft, draft, I don't even think they let them the speak. The NBA draft, you, you only have to go for one year now, right? Yeah, so you, one and done. School? What? Yeah. I don't even... <laughs> what, Classes? Chemistry class? Never, never heard of it. I took a chemistry. <laughs> I don't even know what they took. <laughs> those things, those they were like grades are so fudged. And yeah, like, no, of course. <laughs> so They're so, getting paid under the table the whole night. You're right, in, in American soccer. And I mean, it's really a selling point. For, you know, players from other countries to come here. I mean, look at Jack Harrison. His mom sent him here. He's like, well, at least the boy will get an education, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I couldn't imagine what Jack sounded before he got here. He was just yeah. like, yo, what's good, everybody? Yeah, like, yeah, was- <laughs> he's Matt, Matt Bolden. <laughs> what up, family? 
<laughs> and then the, yeah, then he's like, like dap, dap. He's just dapping everyone down the line. For the Berkshire school like yeah. kicked that out of yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah. Berkshire school really polished him before that he came in heavy. I, look, I don't know. You know, They're like favorite artist Beanie Siegel. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. You know, may, I, you know, you maybe people listening, let us know where you sort of lie on on this because I I think the soccer itself sort of um, uh, breeds a more. Uh, and the, and American soccer especially, it's a more it's a more suburban game. It's yeah, a, which I you know more educated. Uh, uh, I kind of want that scale to slide a bit because I think it's I think it's indicative of where the game is. Well, you know, you're not saying I want my athletes, my soccer athletes, to be dumber. I don't think no, 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 no. I said not. That you said suburban. Yeah, yeah. That. And I want that side. No, I don't. I, first of all, I don't yeah, care I how dumb you are. If you're good at soccer, <laughs> you come out and be like, Bleh. and that's the only interview you can do. Can you? Can you play like Alexi Sanchez? Sure. Then I don't care what you sound like. Yeah, no. I want you to be dumb. I want you to be dumb as hell. If that means there's more room in your brain for soccer, then do it. Sure. I'll go out. I'll find the dumbest, most amazing. I would love. I would love to have like a. Like a dumb fuck World Cup, just when the dumbest people <laughs> and see if they can play. I mean, I get, I get, like there'd be a lot of emails. <laughs> yeah, there might be a. a <laughs> I don't know who would sign the waiver. Wait, what are you calling this? Like, don't worry about it. Okay, because yeah. they're, they're stupid. It might, it might be a public relations nightmare. That's <laughs> yeah. at the very least. We should have a stupid World Cup. That would be the greatest. Would that not be the greatest? A stupid World Cup. Well, how would you find the dumbest people in every country, though? Oh, uh, I can't imagine. I I don't it's know. It's got to be word of mouth. <laughs> it's got to be like, are you trying to find somebody stupid? <laughs> I got you. Come over here. Oh, I know a dude. Yeah, my drug dealer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, God. The drug dealer World Cup would be hilarious. <laughs> the team that sells meth wins every year for some reason. Uh, it, look, but look, in uh, in some other uh, MLS news, which is, uh, look, obviously in the, in the offseason, in this January transfer window, there's always a lot of rumors about players coming in or, or, or players uh, leaving. Yeah, are they coming? Are they going? Um, but uh, obviously the Chinese Super League always uh, gets, uh, you know, makes some headlines because they're always uh, poaching players. So yeah, they speak. get their man. Yeah. yeah uh, and uh, yeah, they use uh, all the Chinese yuan. They, they got that, <laughs> yuan. They, they're uh, yeah, they got they got that yuan. And uh, but apparently uh, it's been reported uh, today, uh, Tuesday, the 24th, when we're recording this, that uh, Giovinco, Sebastian Giovinco of Toronto FC has an offer from the Chinese Super League. Uh, his agent said has a very important offer. Which is very strange uh, like when way you get, to phrase it. Yeah. Like a very important... It's like it's you just, get the letter in the mail that says you're pre-qualified for it. <laughs> well, this is a very special offer. <laughs> like, yeah, you feel yeah. kind of important. Yeah. Like, oh, they don't they don't just give anybody... Yeah, not uh, everyone gets this one. <laughs> oh, the whole building? No, all right. Uh, but, Which, by the way, you would imagine that they would come after Javinko. You know, if they're going after... They're going after like a lot of B and C talent in the Premier League and a lot of A. You knew they would go for some of the best talent in each of the individual leagues. And it just makes sense to bring in someone like Javinko. Yeah, I guess. Um, look, it, it from from a um, uh, I, I guess for the Chinese Super League, it, it, you know, I, I sort of picture it similar to the MLS. They're sort of in the same uh, place, I, I, you know, I don't know. Um, yeah, they're they're probably a step or two. They're probably closer to like the Hyundai A League over in Australia. Okay, you know where it's like they don't get like they they're not on TV all the time, but they have some good players. They have some good homegrown players. Nothing crazy. Yeah, so it it, it seems like Sebastian Jovinko. I would say he's he's uh, he's a DP. 
uh, in the MLS. He's making like six, close to six million dollars a year. Yeah, I, I, for some reason I think he's making more, but you're probably right. He's probably, probably making about six six million a year. So I can't. It, it doesn't seem like that's the kind of player that they would go for because right. they, they're already getting paid a ton. And he, uh, Sebastian Jovinko is. Uh, I mean, I don't know how to. I, you, you. I don't know if you would call him a B player. I, I, I guess comparatively to if he played in, in if he Europe, was in the Premier League, he'd be a B player. Okay. Yeah. So, so to me, uh, you know, I, I watching him in MLS, he's obviously very dominant. Yeah, he's uh, he's the best player in our league. I think. But attacking. It, it for seems sure. like it, it, they would have to. They would. They would have to overpay him. To get a player that doesn't seem like you know he's not a Tevez, he's not like a bigger, you're right, bigger quality player and a and a bigger star. So it doesn't seem like for you know what you pay him eight million and w- what more are you getting? It doesn't seem I agree. Th- it doesn't make much sense. So I like we were talking about Obafemi Martins. You know when he when he left uh, to fr- from the Sounders to to go. Uh, Shanghai Shenhua. Shanghai Shenhua. That made sense. The guy was making, you know, a couple hundred thousand. Yeah. To to making millions. Yeah, that's it. That makes sense. And obviously, you can lure the player a lot easier because of the wages that he's going to earn. Right. I mean, he's not going to get that much of an increase. But in the back of my mind, part of what he's 30 years old, if it is a higher pay, he's kind of done the Toronto thing already. You know, he's 30 years old. If he's not getting in the national team now, then he's just not going to get in. And if he's not going to get in the Italian national team, then why why stay? Why not go for more money? Because it's like, well, it doesn't matter where I go. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's it. For a little bit extra money, I guess it might be. I mean, who's to say? I don't know what the, the nobody has said any number. No, there's uh, no number. But uh, you would imagine it's more money than. But what if you're making six million dollars, uh, if you get offered seven million dollars. Right. Uh, but you have to live in China. Is that I feel like at that point you might be like, I would rather just stay in Toronto. That might, I might have a better time there. Yeah, I agree. So it, it, it would have to be a very. Right. China ain't got no Drake. You know, <laughs> China does not have. They might have a Chinese Drake. You uh, think so? Uh, every uh, every country has its own Drake. I don't know <laughs> if you know this. <laughs> Everyone got a Drake. <laughs> Who's America's Drake? Uh, oh, that's why. Right. That's us. <laughs> J. Cole, maybe. No, no. I mean, Drake is Jay Cole. Drake is America's it's probably Drake. Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar. Right. Now. I mean, look, there's a after, after Drake got popular, there've been a lot of clones. Oh my god. Uh, this I forgot that guy's name. Um, there's a white dude that sounds exactly like Drake. Uh, he had a popular song with there was a woman on the hook. Uh, he has like a weird name. Damn, I forgot his name. Not right. Post Malone. No, not Post Malone. He doesn't do like trap music. He does. He sounds exactly like Drake. Uh, he has a song with a uh, his, his name might be G something or some G Easy, G Easy. I think that's his name. G- oh God! Uh, how did how did this pass me? But probably because I'm not a Drake like G Easy. That's his name. Yeah, he yeah, has, I, I know. I remember what you're talking about now. But I can't me myself the song. and I, yeah, me yeah. myself. That's yeah. a, if you hear him, he sounds exactly like Drake. Ugh, so Jesus. we don't need any more. Drake puts out so much damn music that we don't need any more drink. Yeah, I know. He literally, well, you know what he does? He just goes out and steals it like he did to Dave. <laughs> he really did. He just goes out and he's like, I like your song. It's mine now. He did it to, he did it to Dram for Hotline Bling. Yeah. He does whatever the hell he wants. Well, I this mean, has been a hip hop filled first segment. We, we, yeah, we look past it all yeah. the time. Um, uh, the, the last thing we want to talk about real quick in, in uh, regards to MLS and CONCACAF, there's, uh, they've announced a new CONCACAF Champions League format. That's right. So uh, we start playing 
in the f- in in February, February March. Yeah. So yeah, that's so the the format currently is the group stage starts in the fall. Yeah. And the which is tough for us. Which yes, because that's the end of our season. Yeah. End of MLS season, and then the knockout rounds of of the of the Champions League start in our preseason. Right. So you guys so may remember Montreal. Montreal. Uh, you know, was had to get like I, they had to get like a, one of the one of the keepers from like the general pool to be on the team because you know they were they didn't have a full roster yet. Yeah, it was preseason, really tough, really tough to beat. You know, a, a top form Mexican league team when you're doing that. So this is nice. We get to now come in a little later. So the uh, so it what's going to be happening is that the the games that happen in the fall are eliminated like as far as uh mls teams are not playing in that so that's right. going to be for central america and the caribbean so the winner of those uh that separate tournament uh gets a spot in inside the uh the knockout Conca- the knockout in the Concacaf champions league so which is better i mean look there's no easy way to do it besides mls changing their schedule which clearly that's not happening yeah so the, the, there was a lot of debate and and they were changing the format of the league uh, of the champions league and MLS has had a lot of input on when uh, on sort of how, how what it could look like, and they gave them the option to make the this knockout round, uh, which is the actual Champions League. Right. They could have moved it to the to the fall. Right. So to to run concurrently with the 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 end of the season, so it would make more sense for MLS teams because they would be in better form. But we'd also be gassed. Exactly. So that was a, it was a, a congestion, fixture congestion. That was, yeah. so they chose to keep it in, 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 in the same scheduling. So, but they just have this other little mini bracket that allows them to win and to go into the main bracket. Correct. So the MLS doesn't have to, uh, uh, play during the, you know, during that last stretch of the year. The MLS is not playing in Champions League. Yeah, exactly. Which is great. And you know what? I think people don't give Concacaf Champions League. Doesn't have great TV presence. Mm-hmm. You know, no one really knows a lot of the clubs. Like yeah, people they, don't really know these Guatemalan clubs and shit like that. But they, it is a great opportunity for MLS. Yes, and uh, you, you know, obviously, in I watch some of the games because the games are not really aired on TV. Uh, I feel like lately they they air them on Facebook Live and like YouTube yeah. Live and things like that. So uh, it's it's interesting to me that they still chose to keep it in the beginning in the MLS preseason to still start. So it's still starting in February when the rosters are not really set up, the teams are not in form. So they're going to be knockout games. So this is still important matches important but it's, it's still gonna probably yield the same results with mls teams not doing well in yeah it. no i mean look i think la galaxy got to the final of Concacaf champions league once and uh, yeah and uh, montreal obviously the- and montreal yeah so i mean i don't think any i don't think one of us have ever won it no and i think i think it would be huge i think it would be massive it would be nice but i i don't see it happening also yet. look at the end of the day that's a pretty great preseason training you want pressure? All right. Well, you're going to go into a dog race patch. The toughest game. In, in, you know, in the middle of Honduras. All right. See if you can win. Stadium's 180 years old. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm excited that there, there's, there's, 
more important being placed? Like, because obviously, the, now the Champions League, every every match is going to be intense. It's a knockout game. Yeah. Uh, not not the knockout game because that's a that's the game everyone's afraid of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a game Jermaine Jones is willing to play. <laughs> but yes, a knockout round. Yeah. Uh, so look, maybe this might yield uh, some better uh, ratings on television, given that the games are going to be, uh, you know, this is going to be more at stake. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully it's the right decision. Hopefully MLS teams can't, can't, you know, won't get embarrassed by Liga MX clubs like they usually do. Oh boy. Uh, embarrassing. But, you know what else is coming up for MLS we haven't talked about? Wow. January 31st. That's Don Garber's deadline for people to submit for a new expansion. Oh, that's right. Bam, uh, bam, bam. Because apparently this is it. 28. That's it. Uh, well, ever since the, the Chargers, the San Diego Chargers, they just left San Diego and they're going to be playing in LA at StubHub Center. At StubHub, that's right. Uh, and I, I had... Uh, an NFL team is borrowing, borrowing an MLS stadium. Oh, oh, things... It seems oh, like... Oh, <laughs> well now. Oh, the shoe's on the other foot, isn't mm. it? <laughs> well, how, how the tables have turned, yeah. NFL. I, I, it's going to be fun watching NFL games with the soccer, soccer lines. lines. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> that's going to be I lovely. Can't wait. You, I can't wait. I was saying, if I see any NFL lines on any LA Galaxy game yeah. later this year, I'm going to be furious. There should not be any the the yard right. lines. There no, should be there no, should be NFL. no secondary tenant should not have their lines. That's it's it would be insulting. Yes. They're doing them a favor. Well, then San Diego, the Chargers. You ain't paying for nothing else. You ain't got no stadium. Get in here and clean this <laughs> clean, grass up. Clean this goddamn Get line. in your room and clean <laughs> those lines up. It's interesting, right? Because the, the, the I stop up center. Do they play on turf or do they play on grass? I think that's grass. That's grass. So yeah. The, the big issue was with the NFL teams when twenty, you know, twenty two dudes grinding the. They're gonna ruin. Yeah. The, they're gonna ruin the. Turf. They're gonna ruin they're the gonna, pitch. They're yeah. gonna ruin the pitch. So clean up after yourself. That's right. I don't think any NFL team plays on grass anymore. None. Yeah, I don't no, think so. None. They're completely done. That's why the only time it's really they ever get dirty is when they play in London. Yeah. Because everywhere else, like the uniforms are just completely pristine <laughs> at all times. Yeah, because when, when you Much watch. Much like the lab coat of that clinic you went to. <laughs> when you watch an old NFL footage, uh, they're just like playing in like glops of mud. Yeah, they're just literally <laughs> in a big mud pile with a little bit of grass on the outsides. <laughs> they're in the 50 yard line, I think. Like you can't really tell. Exactly. So. Uh, that that was the the big news that with the with the final teams for expansion, you know, obviously St. Louis is like a, a big market that they're trying to get to. St. Louis, Detroit, uh, North Carolina, Charlotte, out of nowhere, really putting yeah. a hard push. But the, but the be, San Diego now. But now since the Chargers have a, a vacant uh, stadium, so now there's a there's a place. Well, yeah. you know, where so St. Louis has to try to get their stadium figured out. This is going to be big. This is going to be a push to the end zone. Yeah, there's going to be <laughs> yes, great, great and unnecessary analogy. And well, that's why I did it. That's why I did it. Uh, this is it. Let's see if they can do it. Uh, so they have what? They have eight more days. Um, yeah. And and we'll see what MLS teams. We'll are see. Be. It won't be in time for the next podcast, but in two podcasts, we'll be talking about exactly. it. Exactly. All right. Uh, why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break? We'll come back. We'll talk a little bit about world football. Yeah. A uh, little Premier League stuff going on. Oh, there's Arson a pushing, pushing his way through. <sighs> push it real good. Arson push it real good. Arson Pepper. It works for me. Yeah, there you go. We'll be right back after this. 
Hey, everybody, thank you so much for listening to that first segment. We got the second segment coming right up. First, we just wanted to break in real quick and ask you to do us a huge favor. Yeah, all we want all we want you to do is just uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. That is the, oh, man. That's the big... Look, we're working... We work very hard on this podcast. We're also making a, a very concerted effort to put out some more video content for you guys. And we want to get some people li- uh, watching those videos as well. Yeah, I mean, right now, you got about like 30 more seconds before the second segment comes up. So I beg you, if you're on your phone, you can do other stuff while you're listening to this podcast why don't you click on youtube the youtube app why don't you put in soccer cooligans and just hit that subscribe button and if you can hit that little bell that notification let you know every time we put up a video we're working really hard to give you guys at least one video a week we have a video right now that's called fifa the news that we're playing fifa and we're seeing we're having that predict the biggest match and we're talking about a lot of stuff that's happening on the news in the video and there's a lot of cool editing that's involved it takes a long time but it's really really funny exactly so uh look we're doing a lot of work we want just a little bit of validation, little yeah, that's little, it, just a little bit. Is that that hard? <laughs> that's hard. Come on, we're, so we're just two, two little comedians. <laughs> yeah. Want a little like? Too poor. I would like some more, please. <laughs> some more followers and subscribers on our YouTube. So yeah. if you can, hit the like button, comment on some of the videos if you can. At the very minimum, hit the subscribe and maybe even share it with your friends. It would be absolutely amazing. Yeah, we are back. We are back. Uh, You know, like people know that. I don't even know why we keep saying it, but whatever. In case you didn't know, this is not a continuation of the break. (laughs) We are back. We are back. This is it it is us, uh, and uh, we'll talk uh, uh, some Premier League. There's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, Obviously, there's uh, not too much movement as far as uh, who's going to take first. Uh, Chelsea's basically. Has this league won already, as most people uh, You know, as an Arsenal fan, I disagree, but we (laughs) do need Chelsea to somehow lose a lot. Yeah, nobody expected them to lose to Hull. Uh, Chelsea won two to nothing. Hull... uh, I expected them to lose. I was just like, (laughs) here we go! The the luck is turning. Hull is what? I I believe they're at the bottom of the table at the moment. Uh, But they... um, uh, uh, Yeah, they're they're always going to be... yeah, a tough uh, again another Burnley. They're just going to be a tough defensive yeah. uh, squad. You know, Although they, they Hull, lo- Abel Hernandez, uh, Uruguayan by the way, uh, he has he has the skill to be a not I wouldn't say world class, but he is a top level forward. They just can't. They play so defensively that they just can't get him Hull, the ball. Hull does not. But also they got rid of Snodgrass, which was a big. No, no, he's hurt. But I don't know if he's uh, uh, gone officially. I thought he was gone. No, I thought he, that he was getting purchased. Him and another player. Another got, player got got sold. They got rejected. Their, their bids for uh, a, a couple teams. I think West Ham uh, bid for Snodgrass. And, yeah, and they it was rejected. I think it was for like six million, and I think they want they want more. Uh, for so, sure, Snodgrass so he, is so integral to that club. I mean, he's he's I mean he's the best he's the best player. So I mean, it's yeah. tough to just get rid of your best best player. Yeah. So it's like, and there was another there's another player that I can't remember who uh, that didn't play or was sold or is injured. But nonetheless, yeah, you're just I mean, you can't show up to Chelsea missing players exactly you, and expect to win. Yeah. Well, well, the the thing that's most noticeable with Hall is just like they have next to no creativity in the midfield they can't None. they can't really uh, get the ball uh, and this is an Everton fan saying that like you know what no I, I know what in the midfield no looks like and feels like well now now with Tom Davies things are a little different no Yo, uh, your boy Davies putting in work <laughs> um but obviously the biggest uh news from from the like you know I wouldn't really expect uh Hull to win this match or get a result but the, probably the biggest news was uh the 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 fractured skull uh, received by oh. Ryan Mason uh Gary Cahill 
Uh, they both went out for a ball. Kerry, friggin' stone nugging Kale. <laughs> he just was like, well, sorry. Yeah. I Brushed think, it off. I think Meanwhile, he, the other guy's in the hospital. Gary Cahill's made out of the same material as the, the Terminator. <laughs> just like, just yeah, steal. Ryan Hernandez. <laughs> well, no, Ryan Hernandez as a comedian. Ryan Mason's head went in, like his head formed. Yeah. To Ryan's head. I, dude, his wife, skull fracture, bleeding brain. It's crazy. I mean, obviously, you never want to see that. Uh, One of the things said that he was fighting for his life, and I just didn't believe it. So I asked my wife, I'm like, come on, skull fracture in your brain bleeding? That's not fighting for your life. My wife's like, why don't you Google that real quick to see what that's like? <laughs> I, I'm surprised you don't even believe that. That's, like, you're you're one of those, well, I'll walk it off, kid. Get up. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I look, definitely don't play sure. the rest of the match. I can see your brain pulsing, but yeah. what? What's, get out there. Oh, you can't remember your name. <laughs> Or say words or keep saliva in your mouth. And you want me to tell you to you, not play? You know what? The, the only name that matters is the one on that crest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You play for the name of the shirt, <laughs> not the ability to see forward. But, man, uh, it's very sad. And I'm and he, he was uh, hospitalized almost immediately. And, uh, uh, and But we're glad that he's, uh, he's going to be fine. It's obviously something you don't want to see uh, in the game. Uh, but... One thing that is, it's always kind of surprising. I mean, there are head injuries in in soccer, right? But for whatever reason, I always feel like it's never, um, it's never like sort of the way you just spoke about. It. Like it's always like never that big. People don't they don't say the word concussion. They don't really make a You're big right. deal out about it. Like it's just like oh, he took a. Took a little, uh, a little bump on the. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's out with a bit of a situation. <laughs> they never like say it. Yeah. Say it. Yeah. So it's like, like I get your point, and I, you know, I, I don't mean to be insensitive about it in any way, shape, or form. I felt terrible. We send out a tweet, which is the most we can do, yeah. uh, saying that you know our we're positive vibes were being sent that way, um, and and you know it seems like he's made a a, a recovery to some degree. Uh, he's no longer you know it's not life threatening. The life threatening thing seemed a bit over mu- a bit a bit much for me, but maybe me, I'm and apparently you, you don't think it was accurate. I, it just seemed it was a bit dramatic. It was seemed it was like you know oh my god this hurts so much. Not her, you know, like when your wife said does that. You know what I mean? You're yeah. Like, Paper like card. I'm dying. It's a paper cut. Yeah, yeah. The UBI. But I think I think in this in this instance, situation, yeah, it's probably clearly I was wrong. I looked it up. I was like, oh no. Oh yeah, it was life threatening. Oh yeah, he nearly died. Yeah, he really did almost die out there. It was terrible, and I'm I'm really happy that if the the reports are true that he's doing better is true, then yeah, then I God yeah, I'm really happy for him. Uh, there was an Arsenal uh, Twitter account. That uh, posted a poll. He's getting, he's getting, uh, you know, I think he might have already deleted his account. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it probably didn't work out too well. Yeah. So he said, uh, does, this, posted- does, does this Arsenal account, uh, this person also work for SNL? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> well, they, they, him and the other uh, girl from SNL could hang out together at the unemployment <laughs> line. Um, uh, he posted, uh, who dies first? Bradley Lowry, which is that terminally ill. Bald, you know, cancer, yeah, the, kid. The, the five or six year old Sunderland fan. Yes. Or Ryan, Ryan Mason. Mason. Yeah. So look, did I laugh when I read when I read it? Yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> sure. Because right. we're awful people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know. Look, at the end of the day, if it's funny, it's funny. Yes. I sh- it shouldn't have been. T- look, I, that sounds like something you say to your friends, not something you post online. <laughs> yeah. I would say so. I, just whatever I'm saying right now, I'm smiling because it doesn't make it sound better. I'm just. <laughs> Still makes me sound like a monster. Yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, it was funny. But still, I mean, it just 
whatever. You know, it's <laughs> terrible. Absolutely terrible. Yeah, it's um, it's diff- It's one of those uh, too soon, you know, quote I mean, unquote, too soon moment. But here's what, the thing: that person's not a comedian, so well, they you know can't what? get away with it. it. If I sent it, I would be dying the wolves, just saying, "Nope, I'm allowed to do it. Sorry, I don't care." I'm a comedian. This is what I do. But that person's clearly not. This is a very funny person, apparently. Yeah. He's using it for bad. Yeah. You know, you got to use it for good, my dude. <laughs> you know? Yeah, because there's, if we, look, if we, as comedians, if we analyze this joke. Yes. If we analyze this joke. It's, it's, it's obviously incredibly bleak and dark. Crude. Yeah, crude. I would give crude, crude. <laughs> which is fine. But it's, it's uh, obviously the... It, it leans more on a little bit mean, mean over, over, um, uh, you know, over being just like a, a quality joke. Sure. But I'm not one of these punch up, not down. Punch any way you want. You're a comedian. People will look at you different if you punch down. <laughs> sure. And this guy clearly did. Because, yes, both both people in the joke are <laughs> yeah. suffering immensely. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> helpless. No. Uh, see, if he would have picked a third one and it was somebody who was, let's say, not terminally ill or yeah, not in a hospital, but was just like out of shape. You okay. know, if, okay. like, yeah, yeah. That, right? See, All right. Now we're workshop. We're, this we're, is, we're in the writer's I'm room. Like, we're working on this. I'm really enjoying <laughs> this right now we're workshopping if so, you said who dies first yes. right i'm trying to think of somebody like just just like really fat or just like clearly doing drugs like if you were like yeah i don't know like you know who courtney dies? love yeah that, that might be a little too on the nose what if you went like uh bradley louder i feel bad that we're saying his name so much ryan mason <laughs> or like johnny manzel okay yeah right See, this is this is a better Joke because it's, now it's we're making skewing. yes we're making fun of of, of uh, a poor lifestyle that right. Johnny, Johnny Manziel lives and now it's more about Johnny Manziel yes. than it is about Bradley or Ryan because these people could die very soon right. so now they <laughs> all they do is qualify the joke <laughs> and quantify how badly and Johnny that, Manziel is living his life so there's the mistake the mistake and this is for everyone listening if you don't want to get fired <laughs> the mistake is and really I'm helping myself with my comedy career at this moment really the mistake is not those two which is again very funny on its own I laughed if he would have added a third yes if he would have added someone who is just sort of making a shit ton of mistakes with their lives yes or is just living badly that would have been hilarious because we don't we don't want to make fun of people who are terminally ill no because it, it's in it's on itself by itself it's not funny no it's not and then people, but here's the thing it's a simple thing of adding the other one makes it funny adding the, the third one or adding, adding the, second the third one? option uh, yes yeah no i mean he just no the second it's one up. <laughs> it's messed up it's messed up well the thing is no one gave they didn't give anyone an option to laugh they looked at two really sad situations, <laughs> right? You yeah, gotta like, give them comedies in threes. It's in thirds. It's rule, you gotta give them a threes. third. Yeah. How this, about this, guys? If you're listening, tweet at us. Who would have been a funnier <laughs> other than gentlemen's house? Who would have been a funny third option? Don't mention the other two <laughs> in the tweets. Don't bring those up. But I mean this. I want our fans who are listening to tweet at us at soccer cooligans. Let us know who would have been a funny third option. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. Look, we worked it out. We, we saw Courtney Love and Johnny Manziel. We solved comedy. Yeah. I think. I think also we could have saved this guy's Twitter career. I don't know if it exactly. is a career. And look, and some of the people listening are probably just soccer fans, maybe not huge fans of comedy specifically. Yeah. But this is this, this is how, was a great lesson. This is for how them. this is this is the the back table in, in a comedy club. That was it right here. This is that's exactly it. This is the conver- con- kind of conversations we have. We're not offended by the joke. We're no. not we're not saying, hey, how dare you make that joke? We're saying, you know what? 
I see what you were trying to do there. Right. But you got to realize that's awful. Right. Because <laughs> if all you've given someone are those two options yeah, for who's going to die, we, we, they have to choose one in their head. That's not a We're looking for the best joke, that what leads to the most funny. Yeah. That's it. And like, all we care about is funny. And we're going to fail along the way. And not only are we the world's most funniest soccer podcast, mm-hmm. we're also the most comedically educative, as if that's a word. Uh, there were so many <laughs> grammatical errors there. Oh my God. <laughs> you said the world's most funniest, which is, I've, you know. You I know. could have been, I could I could be on Trump's team for Secretary of Education. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Betsy <boy>. Davos. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody put Belle Biv Davos and put her in there. I loved it. Oh, uh, man. So, look, uh, also, uh, outside of uh, horrible tragedies uh, in uh, in the Premier League, there was uh, another, another, uh, just, just more drama. Uh, Arsenal uh, uh, played against. Uh, I forgot again. Who did they play? Uh, Burnley. Burnley. And, and let me say, we played badly until the last moment. What a game! What a crazy it was an incredible match though to watch. Yeah, was it yeah. not? All right, just good. An All incredible right. series of events. Like you don't expect. It was just. It seemed like it was just going to be another disappointing. Uh, you know, Arsenal right. result because if and, and people looking back now may not realize that if Chelsea hadn't played yet, so this brought us five points of off top. Sure. So, you know, the whole idea of. Hull obviously wasn't going to beat Chelsea, but there was like, hey, maybe something happens and they lose and we're getting closer. So there was a lot at stake for this match. And as we were playing, it was just a typical Arsenal. And here's the thing. I I hate saying that, but it fits. But it was a typical Arsenal match where it was like we just came out with no like as intense. We seem to always be the scale slides like the more intense the match, the more important the match, the least up for it we look when we yeah. go out on the pitch and it's just so frustrating and it's like the fans know how important this is and then they get so distraught that they get quiet and part of me was just like come on man we're home we're against a team that we should win you know the squad is is obviously very good defensively we couldn't break them down but they were getting good chances against us and at the end of the day that that penalty i mean it well deserved the red card Absolutely deserved a red card. And I got to be honest, who cares if he was offside? And again, Kashilny, offside, <laughs> involved in the game winning play against Burnley in the last minute. Uh, absolutely was a penalty. You can't, I don't, I don't care how far, how far down his head was. You can't throw your leg up and kick a dude with the studs yeah. of your boot. You just can't do that. I, 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 yeah, I don't think anyone would be arguing. That no, that a lot of people a- are saying that wasn't a pen. Oh no! It definitely was a penalty, but the the fact that uh, that he was offside should have negated it. That's no, no, for sure not. So, uh, look, all of that across it, the board, yeah. and also just like the cool, calm Alexi Sanchez, just yeah, lightly the what, chipping it in. The uh, Panenka, 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 Panenka. So, uh, if if you didn't see this match, obviously it was it was, uh, it was pretty exciting. Obviously, look, uh, Mustafi got a goal, uh, and and nothing. You know, everything started changing after the sixty fifth minute. Jaka uh, got a red card, uh, but. But uh, who was it that fouled uh, Andre Gray? Not, not Andre Gray, but uh, who? Coughlin uh, came in. Coughlin, Francis Coughlin. Coughlin came in the box. just chopping people's feet. And there was a penalty in the 93rd minute that, that tied the game so that everybody was losing their mind. Obviously, Arsenal fans were very, uh, very upset. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and that was it. The announcer even said, finally, Burnley's first time in their history that they've come to Emirates and walked away not having suffered a loss. Yeah. So, like, that was the first time they would have avoided defeat. <laughs> and yes. that was it. And they were celebrating like they won. 
You can't blame them. But it was not over. It was not over. And by the way, with 10 men, we actually looked better. And I've said this before. I'll say it again. I remember the Invisible, the Invincibles year. The Invisibles, yeah. The Invisible we've been for the last 10 years. (laughs) The Invincibles. (laughs) God damn it. The Invincibles, I remember... I, ne- I didn't get to watch every match because it wasn't on TV like that. And if it was, I certainly couldn't afford cable, right? But all the matches I saw, a few of them, we had gone down to 10 men. I would say at least two of the ones I saw, we went down to 10 men uh, because of a red card. And I still remember, like, it was like we played better because, like, we had more room to pass. You know, like, Henri had more room to work. And it was, for some reason, something about that year always sticks out to me, which is like, yo, if you could play better with 10 men or if you could still play well, if you can have a plan, for 10 men and that doesn't completely knock you out of your game plan right yeah. watch the next fee for the news by the way um you know then then i feel like you you're you have the right the championship medal you may not win it but you have the the ability to be a champion and arsenal showed that to some degree yeah they, they definitely did and uh obviously yeah we were talking about uh Koscielny, there was in the the in final minutes uh it must have been like the 96th 95th minute i think it was 93rd okay yeah so yeah. late in the game should have been uh was going to be over and this was basically it. almost any second yeah and uh uh there was a, a foul uh outside the box and then they they uh, Kicked the ball in and, and yeah, and because she only took a kick to the face, which led to the that led to the uh, penalty. Yeah, and Moss, the uh, the the official, terrible, terrible match, but he got those calls right. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, but, but both the, the the penalties were were uh, accurate and correct. But that, I, I think. Probably the and the red card was right, unfortunately. And the bigger news uh, in, from that match was Arsene Wenger uh, just straight up. <laughs> Uh, mushing, he's mushing dudes in the face. <laughs> yo, he comes through hard body now. He don't care no more. He just comes in. He's like, yo, out my face. Yo, you on like you? You take that shirt off. He just comes in hard body. Arsene Wenger uh, obviously got, was getting sent off and was in the tunnel. The the fourth official telling him, dude, you got to go. You got to get out of yeah, here. Yeah, the fourth official like followed him into the tunnel because Arsene Wenger stayed in the tunnel. Yes, which you know every other manager. Just goes into the stands, and you're standing right behind your club. Yeah. I mean, who cares, you know? So, uh, yeah, and Arsene Wenger is going to be in uh, heaps of trouble. But here's what people aren't talking about. Arsene Wenger was right to suggest that that, that that fourth official should turn around. The game had started. The match had started, had restarted. He needs to be out there and do, do his job, not talking to Arsene Wenger. Well, part of his job is to make sure that the person was sent off. At, yeah, at, at I mean, and, look, and, he's far. I'm not far. You want to follow him home? <laughs> you know what I mean? You want to watch him get in the showers? What do you want to do? So, look, you know, I don't know if that's the, the correct argument because Arsene Wenger was not doing the right thing. But he was trying to say, he was turning the dude around, saying, come on, turn around, go do your job. And <laughs> he needed help. He, he put his hands on the referee. Which, right, which and this is what Arsene Wenger is in trouble for. He was helping him turn around. He pushed him up, apparently. I think four times is the number. Uh, He's, he slapped his hand away. He moved his hand away. Yeah, get off and, me! Don't touch me, son! Know, don't touch me! <laughs> what I tell you about touching me, bro? And then he started shoving him. Yeah, but he was saying, "Go, go!" You know, he's like, "Go!" <laughs> he wanted him to go back to work. Yeah, you know? that's all. He's, he was just giving the ref a, per, a performance review. Oh, there wasn't anything uh, in the morning when my wife's leaving. I do the same thing. <laughs> you, you, you politely push. 
her out the door. Come on, here we go. Come on. I'm a comedian. Go get that check, baby girl. Here we go. Uh, but no, so obviously, uh, Arsene Wenger was uh, charged by the FA, and we're waiting to hear what his punishment is going to be, which uh, I think it's, it's going to be lengthy. It's going to be lengthy. It's going to be a couple games, maybe one game for every push. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> I feel like he's going to be gone for a month. Something tells me he's gone for a month. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's... Uh, to me, uncharacteristic, just sort of out of nowhere. Yeah, no, this is the exact opposite of what you expect. But you know what? Part of me is like, you know what? This is what you need sometimes, man. You need, you know what I'm saying? You need to like... Watch Arsenal drop to like eighth place. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> but like, this is what makes a team come together. Like, you need that little bit of passion. You know, you need... Like, you know, like a baseball manager comes out the dugout and starts yelling at an affair. You need that, you know? Yeah. And an umpire, I guess they're called in baseball. You, you need that every once in a while. It shows a little bit of fire, a little bit of gust to your to your club so if as far as arson Wenger's concerned i don't think he did anything wrong here right if anything i would have punched that fourth <laughs> official to really show the team right i would actually would have just come out and punched shaka in the face you get a red card son you get dapped as soon as you come out you get popped in the mouth and then no one's ever going to get a red card for arsenal again okay yeah that's an interesting uh I, we'll see how the how the rest of the arsenal fan tv supporters feel like how they respond oh god um now bro uh but it is uh yeah obviously that that was a a, a big deal uh th- there were uh, what other probably another huge thing liverpool losing to swansea uh on, just, i think we're saying this wrong i think the bigger news is swansea beat somebody <laughs> swansea, never mind the fact that it was liverpool swansea just got a result like yeah. that's that's incredible right uh, bob but, bradley's dna all over it but they beat liverpool at anfield what wow that sounded disgusting what i just said yeah i mean they yeah how did liverpool lose at home yeah that's that's just uh, surreal uh, so klopp i don't know people are saying klopp is getting figured out i don't know that that's the case either you know I just feel like he's clearly sticking to his style. He's sticking to his players for some reason. You know, I don't know. Lovren, you know, I don't think he's doing that great of a job as center back. You know, he's being, you know, he's being discovered a bit. I, at the end of the day, I think they have some pieces. I don't know if they're going to buy anybody. Uh, yeah, it doesn't seem like they're going to make any big moves. I think they're just waiting for, like, Sadio Mane to get back. They're like, please lose the Africa Cup of Nations already. Yeah, I, it, it seems like that's uh, kind of the case. Uh, look, a couple of players are gone. Uh, Coutinho, obviously, back from injury. He's not He's not 100%. Uh, but, obviously, you beat Swansea. Every club should basically beat Swansea. Because Swansea's yeah. giving up so many goals. That, that's free such, three points. <laughs> yeah, they're just, yeah, they're just giving them away. I mean, it's, uh, it's a big surprise. A big surprise. And, 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 and this basically uh, leaves Liverpool 10 points uh, back from, uh, you know, from first. Yeah, first is, I mean, they're done. But they're in fourth. They're in fourth. They're, you know, they're only they two, two points back from second. I mean, you don't have to say it that way. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it, I think it, it goes to show that you know, that's the you like you may not be you may not hop to first if you won that match, but losing dropping points here will will have you really lose. And the top five are really tight. Yeah, but dro- and, and dropping points to Swansea is what makes it even worse. I mean, they're going to look back on at, at the end of the year and they're going to look back at the results. That's and, like that's like I mean, they, they say something else. That they could have they could effectively loop, miss out on a Champions League spot because of this Swansea loss. You that's know like getting herpes because you had a one night stand with a, like a five or a four. Like it wasn't worth it, you know. What I mean, yeah, okay. I like the- that's exactly what it's like. Alex. 
the silence that you <laughs> yes. the, the, getting fourth place fourth place of the Premier League is like getting herpes no losing to Swansea <laughs> losing <laughs> to Swansea oh, losing to Swansea okay dropping points to Swansea <laughs> that's like get, maybe not herpes something curable what's curable <laughs> nothing's curable chlamydia chlamydia is curable yeah chlamydia it's like getting chlamydia with like a with like a with like a four but then the next day you you go to hook up with a nine and she finds out you have chlamydia and she don't want to hook up with you <laughs> That's exactly what happened. That's losing oh a swan. Oh my god, this is a goddamn train wreck. <laughs> I think this is good. I think this is the best one we've ever done. Wow. I mean, this has been philosophy with Alexis Guerreros. <laughs> Tell me, I mean, again. So I'm putting this to the fans. You guys have a couple things you need to tweet at us. One, who else should have died in that scenario? Or else is close to dying. And two, what's losing Liverpool losing to Swansea? That's like <laughs> That's like getting herp, I think, or or chlamydia. Is it curable? I think it should be herp. Sticks around. I feel like losing a Swansea is more embarrassing than chlamydia or herpes. <laughs> yeah, but that's why I weighted it with the you now can't hook up with a nine because of it. Oh, okay. All right. Great. I mean, look, I didn't realize science was involved. Sorry. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> there was extensive research being Well, put. <laughs> if I'm going to make this scenario fit the situation, I'm going to do it right. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, some other stuff going on. Uh, in uh, in Europe, uh, Christian Pulisic gonna be he re upped re up staying with uh, Borussia Dortmund uh, f- till twenty twenty one till his t- till he is twenty one years old. Yeah, uh, so that's exciting. I think that that's good. that bodes well for the future of the men's national team. Uh, he's only gonna learn and grow more, and the longer he's there, probably gonna solidify a starting position. That's yeah, that's what you what one would assume because I I for I can't believe. Uh, Pierre Emerick Aubameyang, Marco Royce. I feel like by 2021, one of them might be gone. I feel like yeah. there's going to be a bigger role for Pulisic at some point. And Dorman does have a bit of a revolving door. You know, yes. like it seems like Bayern is like, what else you got? You know, so yeah. I think it's a good opportunity for Pulisic, one, to get discovered by a bigger club. If that, I mean, there's very few. But there's I a, no disrespect for, to Dortmund. There's, there's, a there's lot very of, few. There's a lot of reports that suggest that uh, about half the teams in the uh, Premier League want him. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I could see him going to Real. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like on vacation, just like on a tour, <laughs> just like a little just tour. Oh, the spinner bar is nice. Yeah. I, we got we got What was Santiago about? Was he like a guy? You'll tell me at the rest of the tour. Thank you. Okay. Like no, I honestly feel like I could see him playing at Real. That would uh, he fits their mold. You know, he's fast winger. Done. That's it. Real. You know, <laughs> he's good with the ball at his feet. Yeah. You know, American. You know how much they love Americans. Maybe. I mean, that would obviously that would be a that would mega be story. Yeah. yeah, that would be yeah. Insane. So I mean, look, I like Dortmund. If he stayed at Dortmund forever, I'd be very very happy. Champions League football. You can't ask for more than that. You honestly can't. Yeah. Doesn't exist. So uh, yeah, I'm really excited. This is huge. You know, and I think we see this a lot with American. Um, superstars or American hype hyped up players. Well, they're, they'll sign with a club that's big and then they'll either get loaned out or they'll, that, that, that sort of they'll, that spell will dry up and they'll have to go sign with another lower level club. This is big. No, they want, this is a co- they, a kid that, yeah. yeah, that wants to stay there and they yeah. want him there. Yeah, exactly. That's what, that's what's, uh, is that sort of what we're not used to as a, as, as fans of American players that play abroad. Yeah. Uh, we're not used to just like ha- no. ha- them having a solid, uh, 
a solidified position uh, on the club. It's also, no, yeah. You know, uh, uh, Julian Green, who can't, they're like, does he want, is he going to be at Bayern or not? Yeah. I mean, obviously, he was just uh, loaned, or I think he was he was sold. Yeah, I think he was sold. Uh, to another, uh, Stuttgart? I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what club. But um, It's a German name. Uh, uh, Gideon Zalalem, another one. Who's yeah, he was now in the second division. Second in division Danish. in Danish. Second division, which is. <laughs> yeah, it's just. Yeah. Who knows? Like, it doesn't, that, that, that's. The, the team uh, name has like three V's in it. American, <laughs> American uh, players abroad are just like these, these like accessories that like European clubs like, oh yeah, oh, I got one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah, no, I don't no, wear no. it around every no, day. No, <laughs> I leave it in the academy, you know, but it's there. But it's there. It's not, I like, I just like knowing that it's there. Yeah, I got one. <laughs> so, uh, you know, look, this is, uh, this is big for America. Yeah, yeah. So this is, uh, uh, um, uh, yeah, w- this is something that, that can uh, elicit a little bit of pride. From, right. From fans. This is like banging a nine, right? <laughs> oh, and okay. She has, she has no herpes, right? So there's no, no, there's, she's not only clean, but her ex-husband was the CEO of a bank. <laughs> and she gets a ton of money, and she's telling you, "Why don't you just move in with me?" Right? That's that's what this is. Oh, that's exactly. She's keeping you. What this is like? Yeah, you the same marriage is only till 2021. <laughs> but right now, you get to live in a dope pad, <laughs> and you're punching a little bit above your weight. But it seems like you know what you're doing. Okay, all right. I'm proud. <laughs> I'm proud of this kid. Yeah, um, <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Uh, so just a, a couple of final things before we wrap up. In um, in France, um, yeah. Maribel Atelier is obviously playing uh, for Nice. Yeah. Uh, not his niece. For no. Niece. He's, he's Come for- on, kid. <laughs> <laughs> but he's uh, he's playing and look and B- Balotelli has always dealt with a lot of uh, criticism, uh, a lot yeah, of a lot of jeers come his way exactly because they, I think people feel that he's like uh, kind of uh, I don't know either sensitive or a little bit of a crybaby. I don't know exactly what leads you know, to he, he is an attention hog to some degree. Yes, so you know he's he's one of those players that when he scores he just poses and he does his thing I mean he hasn't been doing it much this year but you know that now that perception is already part of him so yeah he seems to draw a lot of attention exactly and he's doing he's playing well in Nice but the other uh, the other day uh, Nice was playing against Bastia they were Bastia playing, they were playing uh, away mm-hmm. at Bastia and and the Bastia fans the Bastia fans uh, uh, the distinguished gentleman yeah I mean class <laughs> classy gentleman uh, uh, all, you know the players were warming up before the match and uh, had to deal with um, Balotelli directly was dealing with a lot of um, monkey noises. Yeah, they were doing a lot of a uh, lot of disrespectful racist uh, sounds. And uh, who knew that the alt-right had such a big, yeah, they uh, are big a, fan base in Bastia. Global brand. Yeah, apparently. Uh, uh, a lot of Pepe the Frog guys <laughs> out in... Uh, in Bastia, which is just disrespectful. But I, if, if I, if there's any silver lining in any of this, is that you could see Mario Balotelli just sort of letting it, not letting it affect him, which is why it's happening. They're trying to get in his head. It's absolutely disrespectful, and I hope Bastia is either deducted points or something so that they know you can't do this. Yeah, you know, there and has I, to be a consequence. Absolutely. And one of the things that I hate most about when something racist happens, everyone's like, you should punish them because they shouldn't be doing this in that. There's no way I can think of a way to get it out of their brains. So the only thing we can do is to stop them from doing it in public. Which sounds terrible, you know? It's like, you know, they're still going to believe these things, which sucks. But there's nothing you can do. You got to hurt the team. You have to. Yeah. It, it, there's no other way to stop this from happening. If you hurt the team, if you hurt the club they love, they won't do it again. Exactly. Yeah, that that, that seems to be the only uh, avenue to, to, to for any real change. I mean, this is a common... 
issue in Europe. And look, and and it's not representative of the majority of fans. Yeah, no, uh, it's not. But it is. It, but they're there. They're there, and it's. Uh, it's it's disappointing to consistently see after because again the, the literally the banners on the side on the sidelines are saying right. say no to racism and they're above those doing <laughs> monkey sounds yeah. so they're leaning on that banner <laughs> they're using it yeah. and they're resting themselves yeah. on that <laughs> on, on the word no <laughs> so look it, it's um it, it, I saw, maybe someone was covering no and two and they were just like say racism oh, okay I was, <laughs> I was planning on that actually <laughs> it's it, it's as a you know as a as fans of the game as as people of color mm-hmm. there's there's a uh a, a thing look it, it it's you know we don't see stuff like that in american sports that that's like the only thing we sort of have on europe at this right. point <laughs> well i mean I said, give it a give, well, something in the next four years tells me uh, that we may see that in the American game, but not in American soccer, at least. American soccer seems to be very, I, no, you know, I think, very inclusive. I, I think when it comes to sports, there's something uh, th- there's a there's a, a bit more self policing uh, when even, you know, like you, you'll see it at. Um, uh, let's say like NFL games or where where people get drunk and they get a little too rowdy and somebody's like, yo, calm down, dude, or whatever. Like there's 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 a jail in the goddamn Philadelphia Eagles stadium. Like As there should be. As there should be one in every house. <laughs> but in town. I think that for American sports fans are a little bit more uh uh, aware and 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 given the, that the the black athlete is is much more prominent in American sports in general than yeah for than, sure than in, in European soccer without a doubt yeah so th- I think there's a uh, a little bit of a clear understanding uh, about respect and things like that like the, the outright monkey noises that's I don't ridiculous. I don't envision seeing that here. No, you'll never see that here. No, it's yeah. just you. I guarantee. Well, at least you won't. I mean, you look. Maybe it might happen. I'm not saying it doesn't happen at all. But I'm saying, look, if you see this video of 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 the these fans yelling at Mario Balotelli, it's it's clearly like maybe 30, 40 people. Yeah. So just doing this and nobody's telling them to stop. No. And it's clearly, I mean, I don't want to say that they're hooligans, but they're clearly like a firm. There's clear, there's like, they're a exactly. group. They're like yeah. ultras. Or yeah. They're, they're a group. You can see that they're a group and it, it's absolutely disgusting. I, and again, I feel terrible. And there were other black players there. You know, how does that make them feel? You know, and really how does, how do the, how does ever, how do the rest of the club feels? You know, it's just, it's got to feel terrible. How do the Bastia player players feel? Yeah, it's, it's uh, got to feel terrible for everybody. You, you, the only ones enjoying themselves are those racists. Yeah, you got to. Um, I mean, look, I, they were having fun. They were having a good time. <laughs> the, you know, and that's, that's why you're there. You know, everybody <laughs> should be having a good time. You just can't let your good time it just blows be better my, than everyone else's. I, it blows my mind that, that it's like, hey, let's wake up, let's go, let's go to the. Let's go to the game today and yeah. uh, let's just all be racist together. Let's, yeah. like, it's just a fun, uh, take the, let's take the kids, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> hey, why don't we bring the wives today? <laughs> you know, they really have high-pitched voices. They can make some ape sounds, yeah. you know? It doesn't <laughs> make any sense. Disappointing, disappointing. And, like, look, uh, uh, it's a shame that he's he's so easily targeted with this stuff. Uh, Absolutely. And it's, at this point, it's just dumb and it's hack corny yeah uh you're not you're not affecting you know whatever it is whatever thing you're trying to 
like evoke or it's not happening. He's no. he's not going to respond to it. No, uh, and it, it's not going to affect him. If anything, it's going to make him want to score. He's going to make him want to score, and it's also just going to you're only hurting your own club. So, uh, in in general, this is this is just uh, uh, like a, a, a PSA to any even American fans like that. Uh, uh, there, yeah, you can curse out players. You can you can get angry. Uh, uh, you, yeah, you have rival teams and 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 th- th- that. That kind of passion is is welcome within the game, but anything beyond that, anything uh, 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 you know, criticizing race, uh, religion, uh, sexual orientation, we don't need it, bro. No, we're not not here. Exactly, and there's more, there's way more clever uh, insults or jokes that you can so make. much more. Exactly, just come if come, you need help. Yes, it seems to us. Just come, come to us. us. We can we can workshop a couple little yeah. things. You come know? on, we can figure out a couple angles that are funny. <laughs> exactly. You look, we make fun of Jermaine Jones all the time. He's obviously uh, a, a repeat offender yeah. on the. On the on the field with his, but black, we never make fun of him for being black. We n- no, because that's not right. That's not right. But everything, everything else, else. <laughs> absolutely, yes, exactly. So, uh, all right, everybody. I hope uh, I hope you enjoyed that. That was a that was like a, the, the end of just like wow, I got really serious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The more you know, the more- <laughs> should that little star should pop up. Uh, so yeah. So, but thank you for listening. I hope uh, you know. I hope I hope that reached somebody and somebody cares about that. And, <laughs> yeah, and it's like oh, I you hope know, we all learned how to write jokes. Yeah, I hope you learn how to joke. I hope somebody's like you know what I was I bought season tickets to Minnesota United to be racist. I was entire, going to. And now, because I listen to the Cooligans, I'm like, you know what? I changed my mind. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'm actually going to just learn how to be more effective in my joke. <laughs> in my joking. And then just go out there and make fun of them for their uh, color of skin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this has been a great episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I know I did. Yeah, I did as well. Oh, and uh, before we forget, if you're still listening, you know what would help us out. Um, thank you for everyone that's been commenting on our videos. Uh, we got another FIFA the News coming out on Friday morning. Uh, become a part of the uh, you know email list if you want to get um, you know the link sent to you via email. That's awesome. If you do already, click on it. Even if you don't get a chance to watch it hit the like button hit the subscribe button maybe shoot a comment on the bottom that would absolutely help us out if you are watching and you're enjoying it please let us know in the comments you know uh, we put we put a lot of prompts up there for you to respond throughout the video for questions that we're asking you uh, for comments if you don't want to watch the whole thing just post that you enjoyed it post that you like it or if you want to see something different you know just shoot us an email soccer cool at gmail or put put the comment right in the video what what do you think we could be do, doing differently what do you think we could be doing better uh, we want to hear from you guys and hopefully you enjoy it and don't forget you have to you know tag us in in uh on twitter with a, a third person uh that that could also be dying uh from a bad life from bad life choices <laughs> yes and then with something else what was the other one uh i don't remember yeah well it's in it's in this podcast episode <laughs> yeah, somewhere i don't remember what it was so whatever my name is alexis guerrero my name is christian polanco together what are we the, the cool again <laughs>